Warning. Warning, the following broadcast is not approved by your teacher, university, politician, or government. Side effects may include skepticism, better reasoning skills, liberty, peace, and an escape from the woke. Welcome to the show. I am your host, LB Muniz, and this is the Been Awake Podcast for Better Sense Making. Episode 88. Do me a favor right now, whatever, wherever you're listening to this, okay? Where if you're listening to this live, thanks so much. We do do this show live. Um, best way to find out when I go live is to follow me on X. Follow me on Twitter. That tends to be where I put it out. I do like doing these things live. It's always a lot of fun. Just do it in live. Do it live. Couple hours. We chop it up into segments for you people get home. Premium people get the whole list. That's the way we're working things right now. Uh, getting used to StreamYard. I switched over to StreamYard because, hey, it's supposed to be nice and work well and streams me everywhere. So, hey, we're giving that a shot. So, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, thank you. You can find this on Rumble on YouTube. You can find this on Twitter Spaces. Also, just Twitter for the whole uh, the whole video portion of it as well. Let's get into it. What's what's today's episode about? I I don't know that I have an overarching theme yet for this episode, and I don't know that I care as much about that as I did in the past. It's, this is what we're what we what we do on the show is we kind of catch up over the last few weeks. I try to do at least one of these live streams a month, and we talk about important stories that happen in the news cycle, and we take a look at them from a slightly different angle. We analyze them. We do a meta analysis, right? You know, it would be great, and I kind of do hope one day to maybe be able to do something like this daily where you kind of get to pick up everything, right? And everything is kind of um, everything is kind of part of the game, and, and you know, you kind of do the drive-by that, that becomes so popular that people really, really enjoy. But this show has a little bit slower of a pace. Right, it's not even a weekly show; it's a monthly show. So it takes a little bit of um, it takes a little bit of time for us to build up to some very important, I would argue, observations about things. And that's the point of this project: the project of better sense making. That's the idea behind Been Awake, because this myself, and um, I guess I guess let's just kind of get started with this. 
I've tried to I've tried to put a few more thoughts down compared to what uh compared to what I had done in the past. So yeah, welcome to the show. This will probably be my last live stream of the year. We might get one more in before the new year, but this might be the last one. And so I wanted to take a little bit of time at this episode just to talk about what it's been like over these last doing this project, you know, creating beenawake.com, creating uh, the content that I have. And there's a lot of content for you still at beenawake.com. There's plenty of articles you can read. There's an article that we're going to go over that I wrote today. But I've said multiple times that 2020 will be one of those years that is ingrained into a generation's mind, right? Where were you on 9-11? Where were you when Kennedy was shot? Where were you when the, when the governor told you that you were locked down and you found out whether or not you were an essential worker? 2020 changed a lot of things in relation to politics. Of course, you could say people who think that 2016 changed with Trump are correct, but really we started to notice things in 2020 and really, you know, in, in regards to the pandemic. I think in, I think that it's been a whirlwind of political change. And I think that thousands, if not millions of us started to look around for better answers when we saw that the people in charge were lying, right? If you were one of those people like me, who spent who who didn't have the luxury of sitting home for six to eight months at end and not do anything, right? If you were deemed an essential worker and so you had to go out there and do your job even though nothing was running. And if you were somebody like me who had to go to different states, you started to notice that nothing that was happening really, really made any kind of sense. And it's and in some respects, that that should be expected when a major catastrophe happens across the world. Right. I think that I think it's fair enough to say that there would be differing responses. And that's one thing. Right. That's it's one thing to say that that there's going to be differing responses to to a crisis, especially in a system such as ours. But the difference for me. The difference for me and the difference that I that I really noticed as somebody who walked into the pandemic, having built years having built up for years a healthy skepticism of government action and its role in our lives, of somebody who was brought up to believe in the power of free markets, in the power of capitalism over communism, suddenly I saw that system that I thought was unbreakable be allowed to grind to a halt and change forever. And there were the weirdest things that you noticed, right? Like McDonald's was open, but the local Mexican restaurant had to close. Say what you will, but really, what's the difference between those two? And in fact, couldn't it be argued that a mom and pop restaurant is serving better food than a multinational corporation like McDonald's? In part, that can be answered because McDonald's has lobbying power, I suppose. But it just goes to show some of the weird things that were happening. And again, as somebody who walked into the pandemic, already having that skepticism of government, I wanted to point it out to people in my life and say, hey, have you noticed that a lot of the things that I had been saying, a lot of the things that libertarians had been saying broadly about the problems of government overreach, have you noticed that some of these things are starting to actually come true? 
what we witnessed was what was warned about of what government what government overreach could look like but in reaction to that america the land of the free didn't have didn't didn't throw off the shackles of oppression no in fact people cheered people lined the streets people begged to be locked down now of course there we can we can mitigate some of this it's not just that things were locked down it's that people were primed to believe the institutions and so i certainly learned more about how culture operates and i realized that my frame for interpreting the world was not as sophisticated as i thought it was see i thought that by embracing a methodological individualism we can better understand the world and certainly you it gives you a leg up over a lot of people to a point right nothing about here nothing about what we talk about on this show is in terms of absolutes and that's not because that's all that's what the sith deal in it's because absolutism i think in part Roll with me here, because I'm not sure we're going to stick with this definition. But absolutism does have something to do with this problem of leftism, with this problem of chaos. I've I've asked you to picture in your mind, if you're you know if you've never been behind a soundboard, if you've never been involved in music, this might be difficult. But surely you've walked by the soundboard at uh, 